Good afternoon. Welcome to this afternoon's edition of the Richard Urban Show. I'm your host, Richard Urban, coming to Bristol, Carpentersbury, West Virginia. We bring you news and views from the inpatient principal point of view. Well, today, a very exciting show entitled Huge Win for Religious and Health Freedom. And I'd like to jump right into this topic with some excerpts from the High Wire show with Dell Bigtree. It's, it's extremely heartening that a federal court has now found that there is a religious right under the United States Constitution. Yes, huge. I mean, something yeah. exemption in the state of Mississippi. Yeah. And that precedent is generally applicable and can be applied pretty much to any state in this country, which is what makes it even more incredible and, and, and more hopeful in terms of where everything is going in this country when it comes to medical freedom. That said, yeah. uh, yes, um, <clears throat> the issue in Mississippi, as you pointed out in your discussions with Lindsay Mary Joe, is that despite the incredible lobbying efforts that that you know that they and you and the other parent groups um, and parents in Mississippi had done for a decade. My understanding is that there had been a bill proposed every year for the last 10 years, pretty much, to to add a religious exemption to the vaccine requirements to attend school in Mississippi. Despite the introduction of those bills, never get out of committee. Mm -hmm. um, in particular, my understanding is and um, is that the lieutenant governor wouldn't let that happen. So while there might have been the the political will by even a majority of the members of the Mississippi legislature, and while there was uh, uh, you know an incredible lobbying effort by the parents who are who had their lives often torn asunder by the lack of a religious exemption, where they had to put they had to choose between sending their children to school or violating their sincerely held convictions and potentially yeah. damning their children and their immortal souls. When they had to make that incredible choice, which no American should ever have to do, that's why Absolutely. It's yeah. the first amendment, the first right under our Constitution. When we looked at that issue, I think it became clear that the solution here was not going to come from the legislature. Right. It needed to come from a federal judge deciding that under the United States Constitution, which overrides the entire state of Mississippi's state law, legislative body, governor, executive branch, that under the United States Constitution, the citizens of Mississippi do have a right to a religious exemption to the vaccination requirements. And that was the sole and singular ground on which we brought the, um, uh, the case that we brought using precedent that had developed over the last two years that had come out of the United States Supreme Court. The, the constitutional landscape around religious freedom in America had changed over the last two years. Okay. And we took advantage of that. But there had been, I mean, look, there have been religious, you know, exemption cases in New York, you know, sort of fighting on, we just have a constitutional right. But I think what was really unique about this was you sort of used this comparison, right? Saying, you know, essentially the constitution is saying that, you know, you know, that if you have any sort of right or protection that's given to one group of people uh, that isn't religious, the religious group has, has got to have that has have to have that mirrored protection. Is that that is essentially I mean, that was the added nuance, I felt like, because it wasn't the first time, you know, religious rights was argued. No, there, there has been uh, uh, there have been cases for pretty much 
a hundred years in this country seeking yeah. to find that we have a a a, a right a role under the First Amendment to say no to a vaccine to attend to have our children attend school, and um, they have failed uh, unanimously. This will be the first decision I'm aware of that has found that there is a constitutional right under the First Amendment to say no to a vaccine to attend your child to school. What changed on the Supreme Court constitutional landscape is that uh, governors, as you are aware, uh, and, and, and your audience is certainly aware, yeah. uh, started shutting down um, and doing all types of closures during the COVID-19 vaccine pandemic, mm. COVID-19 pandemic, including of churches. But while they shut down churches, they let Walmart, grocery stores, and other places stay open. People brought challenges to that saying, hey, whoa, whoa, wait a second. If it's not a health imperative that everybody has to stay home, if you could still go to Walmart, you should be able to go to church. Right. You can't you can't say these two activities, which effectively have the same amount of risk going to church or going to Walmart. But yet you're going to favor a secular activity and not permit the religious activity. If there are two activities that are effectively similar and you're going to permit the secular activity to go forth, you can't then claim you have a compelling interest to have to crush the First Amendment religious freedom right to stop an equivalent religious activity. And we brought a lawsuit saying exactly the same thing. We said, hey, look, in Mississippi, there is a secular exemption to attend school without a vaccine. It's called a medical exemption. Right. And if there isn't a health imperative to exclude children for that secular reason, that means there is an opportunity, there is a possibility to send children to school without vaccines. And hence, if you're gonna have a secular exemption, you need to have a religious exemption. I think we have an excerpt from that uh, decision, uh, very powerful stuff. Here it is, effective July 15, 2023, the enjoined party shall be enjoined from enforcing the compulsory vaccination law unless they provide an option for requesting a religious exemption. By July 15, 2023, defendant state health officer, Dr. Daniel P. Edney shall develop a process by which persons may request a religious exemption from the compulsory vaccination law and the Mississippi State Department of Health shall make the process or any forms related to it available on its website. Thereafter, while this preliminary injunction remains in effect, a person may seek a religious exemption to the compulsory vaccination law by requesting a religious exemption pursuant to the process developed by the Mississippi, uh, Mississippi State Department of Health. Uh, there it is, signed. It's an incredible decision, Aaron. Um, I think it's it's. I think this is arguably the biggest lawsuit win we've had. This one really um, is going to set precedent. And and I want to say personally that I plan on through the, the the sponsors that we have that support all the work we do to send you in every other state that thinks that they're going to rob people of a religious exemption. We're going to send you forward to get back the religious right to freedom body autonomy all across the country still left on the docket of course we've won in mississippi we're going after california west virginia new york uh maine and connecticut um and uh you know this is a very exciting moment i know there's a, a long road ahead so this is an extremely heartening decision in mississippi and this of course applies here in west virginia so we hope that or and pray and know that this is going to be one in West Virginia. It would be great if our legislators were out ahead of the curve and already enacting this decision, but absolutely they should enact this decision. And there's a lot of similarities between these two states. West Virginia has about the worst health outcomes, as I've pointed out in other of my show segments. 
So here we are. Oh, wonderful West Virginia. Yes, we have vaccine mandates. We're so healthy. Uh, not so. It's about either 49th or 50th out of all the states in virtually every health category. So this is complete bogus. And what's really happening is that a few people, like the wrongly named Senator Trump, he, you know, gutted the last bill that came along for um, that was actually to stop the uh, governor's mandates like two sessions ago. I believe that would be in 21. Then he, you know, there was a good bill saying the governor couldn't just decide to close this business and that or whatever. And he trashed it, you know, pretty much single handedly the wrongly named uh, Senator Trump. So, yeah, and then the same thing that they're talking about in other parts of that show, that in Mississippi, even though they had a majority of the legislators in favor of the religious exemption bill, and I would say that's true in the, the West Virginia House, and maybe not yet in the Senate, but what happens is these bills never get in there. You've got senators like Tom Takubo, who is like a doctor who's in with the medical establishment. They're just like, they don't care about the health of their patients. What they care about is whatever the American Medical Association says. You know, I mean, look at the COVID. How many doctors recommended their patients get these jabs? How many governors made all these false proclamations that were false? So, yeah, there's great hope, and I just want to encourage uh, that in West Virginia we need to you know absolutely follow uh, this uh, example and really the legislature should pass regulations and it would be good if our health director already set this up without having to force a lawsuit hello anybody home do you care about the people in West Virginia I mean history has shown that you don't care very much since for about you know, 30 years, every year, there's been bills for religious and exemptions and for people to have freedom of bodily autonomy, and you didn't give a hoot about it. And even you added more uh, vaccinations for about five years there, you know, from 20, 2008 to 2013. You added about five extra ones just for good luck. Who does that benefit? Oh, it wouldn't benefit Big Pharma, would it? Oh, it wouldn't benefit the medical establishment, would it? Oh, it wouldn't benefit the people like Tom Takubo or whoever, Paul Espinoza, you know, or others who think that they're all big shots and, you know, the people we damned and will promote, you know, medical tyranny. Oh, oh, no, of course not. Anyway, that's going out the window. Goodbye. So this has to be implemented if our legislature and health director can have the integrity to implement it. That will be great. If not, they'll be forced to implement it according to this federal regulation, i.e., hello, this is the First Amendment of our Constitution. So now, finally, we can have health or freedom of decision of parents, which was our right all along. So I did want to make you aware of this. This is a very, very important decision. Probably it's going to get more traction or not traction, but attention in the states. But I hadn't heard really many people talking about it here in West Virginia. So I hope everybody will be talking about this and that we don't have to wait around until lawsuits are filed and that our health 
department and legislators will do what's best for the children and parents of West Virginia. So I do also urge you to go on our website, look at eight facts about forced vaccination in West Virginia and other resources on medical freedom. And regardless of what you think about vaccinations, I hope you agree that it's your right to choose what substances are injected into your body. And if COVID jabs didn't make that clear, I don't know what will. But certainly, you know, you have to have your own freedom to decide what will be injected in your body and that of your children. So I am very happy that the decision has been made by the uh, federal judge in Mississippi. And I'm also grateful for the work of Del Bigtree. He did uh, visit the Capitol here. And actually, Stacy and I were there at the time and we met him. And I, th I thank you, uh, Del, for your work and all those who are working to help secure our God-given rights. Thank you. A big heartfelt thank you from all of us here in West Virginia. Again, I'm Richard Urban, your host today. I want to celebrate this great victory for religious freedom, for health freedom. And we will see you next time. If you like this show, do share, do subscribe on your favorite podcast channel. And also you can head over to visionroot.org and comment there as well. So have a great afternoon. See you next time.